from the studios of the Factual Data Creation Facility, recorded by the light of a vacuum tube enclosed within a cheap microphone preamp. This is the New Normal Opinions Podcast. Each transmission features my opinions on the current events taking place in this and sometimes other countries around the world. Start transmission. Welcome to the 14th transmission of the New Normal Opinions podcast. Well, if you've been paying attention, some damaging information has been coming out of that wayward Hunter Biden MacBook Pro. Of course, this doesn't get any play on the mainstream media. In fact, it doesn't get any play anywhere, especially Facebook and Twitter. Any allegation against the current president headlines on MSM and flows free through the veins of social media. Speaking of Facebook, according to the GatewayPundit.com, that company's lead executive on election policy, Anna Makanju, is a former Joe Biden advisor on Ukraine, ironically, and also a recipient of the leftist billionaire George Soros's Fellowship Award. So now you can see where the censorship and, more importantly, money is coming from. Also take note of all the Silicon Valley types Biden's campaign is hiring for the transition team, most of them from Facebook. Joe Biden and his campaign are dismissing the revelations from the laptop that the Democratic candidate is one corrupt individual as a smear and are hoping it all goes away. Now you know the real reason Pelosi and the gang have implemented Article 15 procedures. She and her San Francisco-based cronies probably caught wind of the laptop Now all they have to do is get Biden elected, remove him, and Harris will reign. If you don't want to see and hopefully live through a disastrous Harris presidency, I again urge you to get out there and vote. In person if you can. Spotify is taking down QAnon podcasts from their service. Can other platforms be far behind? Thank goodness for the podfather, Adam Curry, and his podcastindex.org. This podcast index will list all shows regardless of shadow banning or outright banning. Many third-party podcast apps and hosts have adopted it, which is a good thing. Former American football star and now sports commentator Troy Aikman, along with his fellow announcer Joe Buck, were caught on a hot mic disparaging the U.S. military and expressing their support for the Harris-Biden ticket last week during a broadcast upon witnessing a military jet flyover. Comments such as, Your tax dollars at work, ladies and gentlemen, and... You won't be seeing this during a Biden-Harris administration, I can tell you that, partner, were heard. Both parties, particularly Aikman, have received backlash on social media, 
with Aikman trying to defend his comments. Military flyovers are a tradition at American football games and are part of pilot training. The money for them comes from that budget. What would the duo like to see the money going towards? Funding for studies like lesbian tendencies of common earthworms and the like? With the viewer ratings already spiraling down for most of these sports, advertising money will surely follow. With comments like these, I hope more people will tune out of these events and hurt these disrespectful people where it counts. The Pocketbook Remember the Antifa BLM riots? Well, if you only depend on the mainstream media for your news, you might not realize that the riots are still taking place. That's because they are no longer being covered. They poll bad for the Harris-Biden ticket, and we can't have that, can we? Concerning the ongoing COVID pandemic, have you noticed that the various organizations such as the World Health Organization and others, in partnership with governments and media, have switched the narrative on us? No longer are we flattening the curve based on hospital admissions and deaths. Now it's infection rates. This is not designed to keep you concerned. This is for keeping you fearful, thus easier to control. The testing numbers are steadily increasing, which of course results in more positive results. But what if the vaunted PCR test, which is used the most, what if that isn't completely accurate? As a matter of fact, the PCR test wasn't developed to be a test at all. It was designed to be a diagnostic aid. To work, you have to spin the sample. The standard spin rate recommended by its creator is listed at 35. However, the World Health Organization recommends 45 spins, which amplifies everything, resulting in more positive outcomes. This most likely accounts for the majority of the so-called asymmetric symptom cases. Using myself as an example, many years ago, after returning from the first Gulf War, I tested positive on the old TB time test. The positive result didn't mean I had contracted tuberculosis. It just meant I was exposed to the virus. After further testing... It was concluded that I wasn't infected with the virus, I was exposed to it, and more importantly, couldn't transmit the virus to anyone else. I use this personal experience because the tuberculosis virus spreads similar to the COVID virus. You might ask, why would the powers-to-be do testing more likely to produce positive results? Well... In the media's case, they can use it to get more views, thus more advertising revenue. The test manufacturers and labs have much more business, and both entities would like to keep it that way. Both sell a product that has to be bought, at least for the time being. In fact, many labs are also offering an app, similar to what the Chinese Communist Party already use, which will confirm that you have tested for the virus 
and a green color will signal that you're negative. A yellow color will signal that you have to be retested. And of course, a red color will signal that you are infected. Some labs are even partner, partnering with governments to include these apps within a so-called digital passport. Governments mandating these digital passports will be able to restrict your movements with ease outside and within national borders. Couple this with mandatory digital currency and mandatory lockdowns like those we are witnessing in Europe and Australia. And I have three words for you. Build back better. Please pay attention when you hear businesses or government using those three words. Last I heard it was during the re-election victory speech of the far-left Prime Minister of New Zealand. And as I've said before, be wary. And also, COVID is real. Don't forget that. Just don't worry about what other people are doing. Take your own precautions. I wear a mask when I cannot maintain a semblance of distance from people. I take vitamin C, D, and zinc picolinate, which your body absorbs faster than standard zinc. And before bed, I take ZMA, which is a combination of zinc, magnesium, and vitamin B6. I don't know where the A comes from in the ZMA. I believe taking these supplements along with common sense practices of washing hands, etc., have helped me avoid getting the COVID virus, especially from where I work, which is a people-dense environment. In overseas news, it is being reported that Russia has shot down nine advanced Turkish combat drones, which, are, which were being used to great effect against the Armenian armed forces in the disputed enclave of Nagorno-Karabakh. The Azerbaijan armed forces, backed by Syrian and reportedly Pakistani mercenaries and Turkish equipment and advisors, have been making substantial gains lately, in which the drones have pay, played a major role. I warned in previous episodes that this conflict could drag in outside parties and could even result in a world war. The Turks have been involved since day one, and now it appears the Russians are getting involved. Armenia is the linchpin of Moscow's caucus strategy, and Russia is bound by treaty to defend the country from attack. If Russia stands by and lets Armenia be attacked, the whole organization Moscow formed to counter NATO could fall apart. The enclave is located within the borders of Azerbaijan, so Russia has refrained from overt aid to the Armenians as long as the conflict, conflict is taking place within the enclave's boundaries. Recently, Azerbaijan has taken a fight to Armenia itself, thus triggering the recent Russian involvement. I'll keep watching this as the media in this country is preoccupied. In closing, according to recent polls, Trump doesn't stand much of a chance of being re-elected. So if you would like to see the continuation of historic Middle East peace deals, no new wars, and the winding down of current ones, along with record low numbers of incarcerated black and Hispanic people, 
get out there and vote. If you're a fan of the military-industrial complex, bigger government, and the big reset, vote Harris-Biden or don't vote at all. That concludes this episode, and I'll be talking to you hopefully next week. In the meantime, be aware and stay safe. Take care.